Hey guys, this is your Empress D from Empress Empire and I'm coming to you from my four walls. So I've been meaning to do a podcast like I wanted to talk about karma and I wanted to talk about like decision making and shit like that. But it's, they're so complex, all these things. Like I don't want to go in talking shit for hours. You know, I want to say what I feel, give my opinion and, you know, not take up too much of your time right but it's just like so many thoughts run through my head and yesterday was my birthday um 10 21 and i felt like i leveled up um spiritually physically emotionally you know and there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world right now. And we're like on the limb. Like we don't know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? We don't know when this fucking mass life is going to go away. You know, we don't know when the kids are actually going to all go back to school. We don't know when racism is going to end. We don't know who's going to fucking win the, the fucking elections. Like... It's crazy. So it's like... I've seen so many people base their lives on the situations that they're in. Right? And that also ties into karma. Like, y'all have to understand the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Everything is intertwined. Okay? So... You are in a situation and you feel like you cannot get out of it or escape it or this is just what it is or this is too good I can't let this go or this like (coughs) sorry again from experience I will share with you guys I came to Florida And I came here with nothing. I didn't have money for for starters. (laughs) Of course, right? Because if you have money, you're more comfortable. So you don't even got to worry. But I didn't have money. You know, I didn't have a car. I didn't have a place to actually live. You know, I stayed with family, but I didn't have my own place. You know, and I had a child. That was about three years old, you know, escaping from a life that I knew was going to lead me down the wrong path, right? Down a reckless path. So I ran from that and I came here. So it's like I, I started working a couple of months after I got here started working at this place. I stayed there. I transitioned into different positions and, you know, the whole nine because I'm business management. Everybody knows 15 years in the game. I know what it is in property management. That's my profession. So I stood there for seven years. This job enabled me because, you know, owners changed and Circumstances changed, money, 
went up, you know, and I got to a place where I'm like, okay, I'm, I reach my pinnacle in property management. If you don't want to be a regional and you don't want to be a vice president and you don't want to be a CEO or whatever, like if you're a manager, right? If you started in the game when you just as a simple receptionist, as the bitch that got the coffee for everybody, the bitch that went to pick up the lunch on Riverside or or walking to Broadway in 158 and the, what is it called? The, not the Coporal. Well, the Coporal is there too. The Capri, some shit. I, I forgot the name, but whoever's from New York knows. Um, yeah, going to fetch their their stuff, stuffing envelopes. You know what I'm saying? That's how I started in property management, and to make it all the way to property manager, right? That is the pinnacle of you know who's the boss in property management. Who's the boss? The property manager. That's it. So it's like you reach that goal. Right, so you reach this goal, and the financial compensations that come with it—that's it. You got it all. You stay here. You can retire from here. You got your fucking cómo se llama esa mierda? The four hundred one k, lo beneficio, the fucking death and life insurance. Fucking si me si se me parte una pata, si me fucking caigo del culo, like everything. Right? You got everything. That's it. You made it. You that bitch. You the boss of the shit. You the boss of your life. You know what I'm saying? You can do whatever the fuck you want now. Why would I leave that? (laughs) Why would I leave that? Why would I decide to change my life and basically throw away everything that that I worked for? Because I was dedicated to being the best and improving and... You know, I was dedicated to that. And I would say that it paid off. But why did I remove myself? Anybody would be like, girl, I would never have lost that job. I would never have quit that job. But bro, when God puts situations in your life and you feel, I gotta, I, I gotta leave from here. I can't be here no more. I don't feel comfortable coming here. I will, I drive up to the front and I don't want to get out of the car. It's too stressful. Everybody wants to talk to me. Everybody's looking to see what I'm doing, who I'm talking to, uh, 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 follow-ups, reports, calls, inspections, rentals, and it, like applications, residents. Bro. And I was left without a proper team. Had I had a team, then I would have made it happen. Like I made it happen for the nigga that was before me. Right? Because I was the proper team. Shit. That's how I got promoted. Right? So it's like, God is God is telling me something. He's telling me something. He's like, yeah, you got all of this, but you're fucking miserable coming here every day. You can't stand it no more. You sit at your desk And you literally space out because you have so much shit to do that you don't even know where to start. And you got to be like, okay, got to ground myself. And then some days being the property manager and running the whole property by yourself. (laughs) 
And then people want to judge you when you want to close the fucking door and get a moment of silence so you can get your fucking head together and find out what the hell you're going to do. And, and, and if I don't do it, nigga, you're not going to get paid and he's not going to get paid. And Like, come on. It's stressful. I ended up in the hospital with my blood pressure, like, in the roof. And I'm like, bro, am I literally going to fucking die for this shit? Nah. Nah, I got a son to take care of. Even if we motherfucking broke, at least I'll fucking be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It wasn't worth my peace. And it was like, why did I end up in that situation for so long? And I was like, yo, but why can't I just get a team so I could get this on the roll? Right? And I was like, this person is is to blame for this because if this person wasn't doing this, then this wouldn't be happening to me and blah, blah, blah. Right? You put it in that perspective. But what about the perspective that God is trying to tell you something? That's what I'm saying. He's trying to send you a message. It's not about what everybody's doing is orchestrated by the powers that be. Because sometimes bad shit happens to us and we're fucking drowning, but we don't really notice that God is just sending us a fucking message. And we continue to stay in these situations where we're comfortable, right? Where we where where we um, are secure. So, you know, it's too secure to leave. Or I, I, I don't know if I could make it on my own. I don't know if I could do this by myself, right? Or I don't know if I could take that step forward and change my life for the better, even if I'm going to risk losing this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to front. I went through tough times afterwards where I, where, where I felt like that. I felt like that. Like, wow. <laughs> I was balling and now I'm not. <laughs> like, I didn't even have to think about this shit last year. You know what I'm saying? Because I had money. It, it, it didn't it didn't really face me. I, I had money beyond my means. I had security beyond my means. You know what I'm saying? Like I could pay my bills and I could still spend money on other things that I that I wanted. Or, or things that I wanted, or I could save that money to do things that I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? But then you get that moment of drop and then you start doubting yourself like, fuck, maybe I should have not done that. And every time I used to say that around people, they used to be like, nah, don't say that. Everything happens for a reason. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you right, you right, you right. You right, come on, come on, Empress. Bring it back. Bring it back. Everything happens for a reason. You feel good now. You feel relieved now. You 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 lived for a whole year growing. Growing your business. You know what I'm saying? Discovering yourself. Working on your health. Spending more time with your kid where you couldn't before. I had to take my son to the office and, and, and I used to make him a bed under my table. Right? I used to make him like, cause my, t- I had like that L desk and he was able to hide back there and play his video games and nobody was freaking talking to him, walking in the office. And I was watching him because he was right in front of me. So it's like, I went through that for many years. 
where my son had to stand by while mommy makes this money, right? Just, just, just hang tight while mommy makes this money real quick. You know, so it's like, I, I, I felt bad. Like, damn, how many more years am I going to put my son through this? Hold on, let mommy make this money real quick. It's nine o'clock. Mommy's still answering emails, but she got to make this money real quick. Like, bro, at the end of the day, the, what the fuck? The money is like, and I'm not saying that money's not valuable because it is. It is abundant. It, it gives us security. It gives us, you know, a pleasure and, and, and the things that we want to buy. And it's true. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very grateful for money and money flows to us at this time effortlessly. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, how much value can you put on this money when it's overshadowing the things that are really important if the money wasn't there? Right? Like the money, it comes and goes. Positive, negative, increase, decrease, steady flow, whatever, top in the charts, whatever you want to fucking, however you want to look at it. But it's like your family is more important, but the most important part is your mental health. Your mental health because... When you're stressed out, and and like I said, I'm talking from experience, I was in the hospital, okay, because I was stressed out. I had so, and I wasn't stressed out in my life because I felt inferior or like I felt I was in trouble or like I felt lost, like none of that. Mentally stable, right, in that aspect, but the stress from work was wearing me down, and I'm like, this is not my personal life. Why is this affecting my personal life when I come home? Why? This is not real. You know, I got money and I don't have time to go spend it because I'm so tired. When that stress hits you, your body takes a hit. Your organs take a hit. Stress provokes illness you know what I'm saying so if you're in a situation because you are stable but you're stressed it's like counterproductive because at the end of the day the money doesn't have more value than your mental health right and it's true money it can't, it really cannot buy you happiness. It cannot. I don't give a fuck how many yachts or Bentleys or fucking Ferrari, whatever, like, you know, Camrys. <laughs> so it's like, bro, at the end of the day, it really don't. It really fucking don't. Because when you, when you die... The money, it can't come with you. How you treated yourself, what you experienced, you know, that shit right there, that's what you take away. That's the richness. 
that you take away from life when you leave this earth because that is the only thing that we have promised to die. We all gonna fucking die. And people be like, oh, um, uh, the Halloween, that's the devil, this and that is a celebration of fucking death, people. We all gonna die. Right? But but it's also a, in the tarot world, world, in the spiritual world, the death is a reaper. Re, I'm sorry. It's a representation of transformation and new life. Right? So it's not all that bad as people think. Well, you know, you have to look at it from different perspectives to be okay with it if you don't agree but that's like besides the point we just need to you know focus more on what gives us happiness what makes us feel good and some people feel good um having money that's their main focus that's their main drive that's their their obsession but I was there I was there. I was I was obsessed with success, making it, getting the five stars, handing in all the reports on time, getting those numbers up, getting that delinquency on point so that we could get these top bonuses, right? Getting the customers to feel comfortable, setting up the office um, to give an ambience so people could feel like they want to live here and, you know, extending... Uh, my customer service, treats, beverages, you know, invitations, like all these things. I was obsessed, like doing, uh, 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 decorating the office, uh, putting out bulletins, sending out letters, uh, everything to enlighten and heighten the living experience for my residents, right? That was what was going to get me to the top. So I was obsessed to be the best. And I became the best. So if you're obsessed with something, it'll happen, right? But then you gotta take a step back because that's when God comes down and is like, yeah, you you obsessing over this, you got it, but what's more important? That is five o'clock, right? And your son been playing video games all day in your office you know, and all you did was spend one hour of your lunch break with him and it's five o'clock and it's time to go. You know what I'm saying? But you got to take the computer with you at home. It's crazy. It's crazy. So it's like, bro, first of all, don't let a job stress you out because they will replace you in a heartbeat. Shit, they fucking, I don't think they even own the property no more. They came to get what they was going to get. And when they got what they wanted, they were out. So you dedicate yourself to a job and give it seven years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years of dedication, effort. Yeah, you might get recognition. Like they'll give you little trophies and shit. You know, because that's that was me. I was like, I want all the trophies. Give me all the trophies. Yeah, and we and we got them. We got them definitely. 
And, uh, but then when, when the real business hits, the real big money, them niggas got to go with their best interests, right? They made an investment. Now they got to go towards their best interests. And that's what we got to do in life. We have to move on according to what serves our highest good. What serves our mental health, right? What gives us peace and calm. You can't live in a life of chaos and get messages from the universe. You can't live in a life of chaos, drama, lying, just bullshit. And receive, you know, that clarity, that moment to breathe, to recharge your body. That shit is important. Okay? Not only does that shit provide longevity, but it also provides powers. Right? When you take that into account, when you when you decide to worship your temple, you you worship where you you know where you lay your head at. You know what I'm saying? And if you can't worship where you lay your head at, then you shouldn't be laying your head there, right? Even if you go through a tough time. But if you did it for your highest good, believe me, it's going to work. You understand what I'm saying? Like if you feel like you're stuck in a situation and you can't get out of it or you feel like you'll lose everything if you do but you don't want to be there, right? Like, kind of like what happened to me. It's like, if you go with what's good for you, right? The universe is like, ah, she's getting the message. God is like, ah, she's getting the message. Yeah, things are going to look gloomy at first, but they're going to clear up and it's going to be worth it. Right? But people, they don't really want to put in the work. Right? Because when you put in the work, there's going to be downfalls. You know what I'm saying? You're going to fall on your face. Because nothing worth it comes easy. Boy, have I fucking learned that shit. It don't. The real success is not easy. The real success has no shortcuts. You got to be dedicated and devoted and passionate about yourself. You, the quality of life that you live. The people that you choose to surround yourself with. The calling in your heart regardless of the beliefs of all those around you. Fight for what you believe in. Right? Because that's what... Makes you. Coño, para que si pasa? I'm gonna have to fucking mute this shit. Piachi. I'm not. I think I messed it up. No, it's still rolling. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Boy, see, we gotta be passionate about the quality of life 
that we have. We will never be perfect, but we got to work towards the things that make us happy, that bring us peace, that make us feel connected with ourselves. Those are the things that we need to be passionate about nowadays because our lives is, are really uncertain right now. It's like anything can happen right now. Be careful out there. It's como es? It's soul snatching season. So you know, niggas is trying to be deterred from their life purpose. You know what I'm saying? Because when we all discover our life purpose and we see what's really important, that's when we're gonna get the real motherfucking power. Everybody's like, oh. Yeah, I voted. I voted. I did my job as a civil civil duty, whatever the fuck, right? But what did you do to change the world? The votes, the ballots are getting lost. These people are doing whatever the fuck they want. We don't fucking know if they really count them shits. If they don't, like... Who the fuck cares? It's fucking COVID. Like, niggas ain't taking that shit serious. They acting like they are. But they're not. Because people are in confusion. People are in despair. People are in desperation. So a lot of people are freaking operating from a low vibration anyway. So that is when we... My tribe, whoever the fuck is listening to me out there, right? That's when we have to be like, okay, what are we called here to do? To be kind to others. You know what I'm saying? To be patient. Right? To be open. To see things from different perspectives. To do things that serve our highest good. That's how we are going to conquer all this evil that is slurring in our mists right now. That is going to be the real change. Not a fucking sticker. I'm sorry for all of those two... You know, I have to vote as well, but I'm sorry for all of those who take offense to that. But I'm sorry. I'm your Empress D. I'm going to tell you the truth because I want you to be better. You know what I'm saying? That's not... It's a good thing to do, right? To vote for your country and vote for our parents that are immigrants that can't vote. And all the people, you know, that believe in this bullshit. Um, Yeah, we do it for them. But... If we are vibrating from a higher, well, if we're vibrating higher, those that type of shit doesn't phase our life. Somehow it doesn't affect you. Somehow things just happen to work out in your favor regardless if the fucking world is coming down in fucking shambles. Understand this, my people. Understand that. That shit is real. There is a magical world out there. (laughs) The miracles do happen. 
The unexpected happens. It does. So if you don't believe that, you got work to do. And if you don't believe that God will have your back, if you decide to walk away from a situation that does not serve you and gives you more fucking drama than solutions, right? And more fucking fails than wins and more struggle than stability. Right? More stress than peace. Feeling trapped. I had to garf down a, a, a fucking Burger King a, a burrito in the morning. Because that shit will keep me full. Yeah, and the only time that I actually did go to lunch was actually when my son is there. Like, no, D, you got to go take an hour and have uh, lunch with your son. But when my son was in school, I would work the whole day without eating. And I would just be like, oh, I'm just going to eat a burrito in the morning. And that will hold me down until I get home. Right? So I was abusing my body. Sitting all day on a fucking burrito. Who are you? Right? You couldn't go out for a walk. You couldn't go stand by the pool for 15 minutes because they just won't stop bothering. This is too stressful. I'll find another way to make ends meet. You know what I'm saying? Because esto me va a matar. Y yo no me quiero morir todavía. Entonces. Me voy para el carajo. Averigüensela. Y yo no puedo más. Me van a matar coñazo. And guess what? <laughs> my parents, bro, my parents were like, are you sure? My mom, my mom, my mom was like, deja esa mierda, deja esa mierda, eso te vuelve loca a ti, te va a matar, ese trabajo, te tiene mal, mira. You know, like when your mom is telling you like this shit is breaking you down, girl, you need to let it go. Find another way. And I'm like, no, girl, you know how much money I make you crazy? You crazy? I can't let that go. I'm balling right now. Shit. So it's like, bro. But, oh, but my dad was like, are you sure about this? You know how much money you make, right? <laughs> oh, boy. But... I found the perfect place to be. I got time to grow. And like I said, yes, I went through a rough patch. Yes, it was hard. Yes, I had to put my pride to the side and do whatever I had to do um, outside of my profession to make ends meet. I don't care that I don't got no shame in my game. I will go and bring my professionalism to a fucking, I don't know, to a fucking dumpster place. I don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? I went to the fucking Raymond Jane Stadium and I cleaned the freaking bathrooms. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I do what I gotta do. I, and I was not too, you know, stuck up to be like, oh no, I'm a fucking manager. Have you seen my resume? I'm not gonna clean a toilet. Nope. Nope, I didn't because that everything is an experience. And every opportunity, everything that says, every door that be like, come in. You know, and it's serving 
your highest good, like it's gonna put money in your pocket right now to to make ends meet, and you're just gonna go home. You know, you know, you're not gonna have to worry about shit after this. Even though it was a job outside of what you do, you know, it's not stress. You come, you clean, and you go home. And they give you some money. That, that shit. That's better than, than, than fucking being attached to a desk all day, answering other people's questions and, and following other people's demands. And you can't and you feel like you're trapped and you can't even move to go eat something. Shoo. Sometimes I, f- I feel good being under the radar sometimes because being on the in the front line is so much stress. Nowadays in the business world. Bro, they want to fucking videotape you. Like, they fucking videotape me giving this lady a tour. Listening to everything I was saying. I was fucking mortified when I was watching myself on camera. <sighs> I mean, I did good, but I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, oh, to see, to make sure that you're performing. And it's like, yeah, it's all cool for the customer, but shit. The fuck? And then this person is literally wasting your time. This person is literally wasting your time because they're not going to write anything. (laughs) They're just there to fucking record you to see if you're doing a good job. They record all all your calls. Right? They rate all your reviews. That goes on on your record too. Like... Bro, it's stress. That shit is stressful. Because I would give good customer service regardless. Because I was working there before and nobody was actually doing any of this. It was just old-fashioned property management. The way I know it and the way that I fucking like it. Because I'm a loyal and, you know, I work with my integrity So I always give people good customer service. And if I treat you fucked up, that means you treated me fucked up. But I hardly treat people fucked up. So, you know what I'm saying? It's all good. And it's crazy. Like, fucking recording me. Driving the golf cart. Oh, my God. I was mortified. That shit was like. And then, you know, you got to last a good amount of time with the person. Because if it's too quick, it wasn't good. You know, it wasn't thorough. And they got to make sure that you hit every question. You know, did you ask this person if they have a fucking dog? If they have this, if they have that, if they prefer a view, you know, if like I come from New York City, that shit used to irritate the fuck out of me because I'm like, yo, my nigga, you like the shit or you don't like the shit? Like what, what, you know what I'm saying? You want it or you don't want it. But no, here you have to convince them that it's the best. Because there's other places around and there's other prices and you need to beat the competitors and you need to be better than the other person so that you could get more people and more reviews and da, 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 and the story never ends. You know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta, whew, pipe it down a little bit. Shit. Focus more on making your, your, your employee happy. That's what people, you wasting a hundred and something dollars to have a motherfucker come spy on me. Just fucking give me the money. 
that'll give me even more incentive to be great and fight. Oh, here, D, for do a great job. Because, I mean, you don't got to really watch somebody in a camera when when they have um, years excelling. But, you know, it's part of the criteria. It's part of the, the, the procedure. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you could be great, right? You could be a great salesperson. But if you're like maybe having a bad day and somebody comes in and shops you on the cover and you don't you know, do your best, like you're going to get judged off of that. You're not going to get judged off of all the hard work and dedication that you've put in. Right. But like I said, luckily for me, I did well, you know, because I knew what I had to do, but I know y'all understand what the fuck I'm saying. And I hope that all my blabbering, like was good for something. And, you know, happy birthday to me. And I pray that you guys focus on your highest good, discovering your purpose, your passion, being part of the actual change. Because by, that's 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 what I was going to say, by you being better, by you fixing how you eat. Uh, uh, how you treat your body, the relationships that you're in, the drama that you put up with, all the all these things. When you're more passionate about balancing all these things out and making sure that it's more healthy than toxic, right? Because we all need balance. That way, we are being uh, a positive energy to the world. Because when we feel better, we see the world better, right? And when we see the world better, we treat people better. And then we treat people better. Those people be like, oh, wow, she was so nice. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even expect that. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go be nice to somebody else. That is the change, my people. That is the real change. I know y'all feel proud about your little vote sticker, but the real change, be the real change. And if you're, and if you are already being that change, good job. This message means that you're on the right track. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay strong because everybody, like I said in my other podcast, At the end of the day, everybody is somebody's kids, you know? So everybody got their own protection. Everybody got their own powers. Everybody got their own path. So yeah, this is the longest fucking podcast that I've ever done. So if you reach the end of this podcast, I love you. Very much. I'm going to shut the fuck up now. It's your Empress D signing off. 